This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome one and all to another episode of The Drop Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be recapping the Blues win over the Minnesota Wild. A lot of people before this game started were thinking the Blues were going to have an easy time. Minnesota has played a majority of their games on the road so far. And before this game, they were 1-7. That's right, out of eight games, they had only won one on the road. In fact, their previous game, I believe against Dallas, if I'm not mistaken, they were up 3 to nothing and lost the game. So Minnesota's got all kinds of problems. However, they do have some good players. So you go into a game like this thinking it's going to be an easy time. And we've all learned it doesn't matter how good you are, how bad you are, how good the other team is, how bad the other team is. Any team can beat anybody on any given night. And the Blues really needed to come out quick in this game. The first period, both teams had some good opportunities, but Devin Dubnik was on the top of his game. And also Jordan Bennington was on the top of his game. It looked like to me at the beginning of this game, both teams were trying to go high on each goaltender. And as I've stated in the last couple episodes, Jordan Bennington can be beat high glove side. From about the middle of his sternum up, he has issues on that glove side. So if you notice, teams this year have tried and tried and tried to beat him. Devin Dubnik, I think, has always been that way throughout his career. He's been a guy that can really stop those low shots, has great angles to the puck. When he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he can be really, really bad. Even though the Blues didn't score in the first period, they kept after Devin Dubnik. And Sammy Blay early in the second period really surprises Devin Dubnik and puts the puck past him to give the Blues a one to nothing lead. Dubnik, I'll tell you, Perron's got that toe, that, that, that dragon pull where he snaps it. I, I don't know if there's many guys that do it better than him in the National Hockey League. That was a quality chance right there and a good save by Dubnik. Sammy Blay. His shot scores! That one surprises Devin Dubnik. Sammy Blay breaks the ice. That's what they're hoping for from Sammy Blay. He doesn't get the job done unless he gets help from his defenseman. Alex Petrangelo jumps up into the middle here and, and goes right into Suter. And you also have Sanford go to the front of the net. I don't know what kind of angle he had, Brian. You had a better shot at it from there. I think it goes short side, high glove, absolutely. Those are two areas, two shots in the first period where Braden Shen tried to beat Devin Dubnik, and Dubnik was ready for it. I don't know if he didn't get a good read on this one from Sammy Blair, if he was shocked that he could put it in that, that area. It was off the post and in. Gunnarsson has the puck in the defensive zone, goes behind the goal, gives it to Petrangelo. Petrangelo sees an open streaking Ryan O'Reilly in the neutral ice. O'Reilly over to Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay brings the puck over the blue line. Goes in about 20, 30 feet in from the blue line to the glove side of Dubnik and just takes a quick shot. And Dubnik was not expecting it. I think Dubnik expected him to pass that puck. It wasn't quite a toe drag. It was like he brought the puck back real slow and then shot it real quick. And it really fooled Devin Dubnik. Great shot by Sammy Blake. Sammy Blake gets his fourth goal of the year. 
O'Reilly gets his 10th assist. Petrangelo gets his 4th assist. 6 minutes, 52 seconds into the second. The Blues have a one to nothing lead. But Minnesota came right back less than two minutes later. Matt Zuccarella, who played with the Rangers last year and then was traded to the Dallas Stars, signed this year with the Minnesota Wild, and he gets his first goal of the season to knot this one up at one each. It's held up by Vince Dunn. They play on. It's rolled all the way around along the near boards. Zucker in front. Eric Stahl thinks about a scene pass out in front. Getting to it now. Zuccarello. Stahl again. Centering feed. Zuccarello scores! Gets one by Jordan Bennington. An answer strike for Minnesota. We're tied at one. Down low, Stahl and Zuccarello make some magic. Zuccarello there with a nice feather pass and then right back to him. A little bit of a fortunate break, but boy, uh, they deserved it. They earned that goal. Zuccarello finds himself with his first of the season. And this is where Bruce Boudreau wants his team to play. He wants them to play 200 feet away from their net behind the opposition's goal line. He feels like that's where they can uh, have some success. A lot of hard work on that play by Matt Zuccarello. He's the type of player that's all over the ice. He's got a lot of energy. He's not a big guy, but he's that guy that just keeps going and going and going. He's like the energizer bunny. And that's where a lot of his goals come out of is his hard work. He goes to the net a lot. He's behind the net a lot. And he gets this pass from Stahl and just puts it right past Jordan Bennington to knock this game up at one each. As I stated, that goal by Zuccarello would be his first of the year. Stahl gets his fifth assist. Zucker gets his fourth assist. Eight minutes, 43 seconds in. We are tied at one. The Blues outshot Minnesota in that second period, 13 to 12. Going into the third period, I really thought that Minnesota played very, very well. The Blues didn't have very many opportunities. The Wild had a lot of opportunities. The Blues would go ahead 2-1 to one on a goal by Alex Petrangelo. A little bit more conscientious of getting something that prevents vision from Bennington. Here's Petrangelo. He scores! Alex Petrangelo gets a beautiful pass from David Perron. Talked about the faceoffs and how important they are. And O'Reilly here gets some help from Schwartz. And then he goes to the front of the net, occupies a lot of bodies. Suter right there. All sorts of time for Petrangelo. Great finish. And the weak side winger's job is to find the weak side defenseman. And Zucker got tangled up in the middle of the ice. There was a miscommunication which opened up that lane for Alex Petrangelo, who snuck down and an easy put away. What a beautiful pass by David Perron. David Perron is having such a great year. He's on the opposite side of Alex Petrangelo. He's on the stick side towards the boards of Devin Dubnik. He sees Alex Petrangelo sneaking in from the point, gives the puck to him. Petrangelo deeks a little bit, looks like he's going to go inside a little bit on Dubnik, and then he moves the puck back out, and Dubnik had already committed, and Alex Petrangelo puts in a beautiful goal. He didn't look like a defenseman on that one. He looked like a forward on that one. That would be Petrangelo's fifth goal of the year. Perron gets his seventh assist. Gunnarsson gets his second assist. A minute, 39 seconds in. The Blues go up 2-1. to one. That's the way this game went in at 2-1. to one. A big win for the Blues. But a big part of this win was when the Blues needed Jordan Bennington to come up big in this game. He did. Now over the line, Ryan Hartman holding onto it in front. A little wedge right on, denied by Jordan Bennington. Out a bit by Luke Cunning along the boards, moved by Petrangelo. Sammy Blay comes back to it. A turnover. Cunning turned out. 
by Bennington. A second chance stopped again. Jordan Bennington robbing the hometown boy. Dumba. The Wild over the line. Here's Eric Stahl by Pareko. Dumba in front cleaned up on the back check by Sanford. Zuccarello. Now Jason Zucker out in front. Oh, Bennington says no. Matt Dumba. This is what you need your goaltender to do. When your offense is not clicking and both teams are playing a defensive style game, you need your goaltender to come up big. And that's what Jordan Bennington did in this game. Before we get to the post-game interviews, let's head to the stats. Shots on goal, the Wilders shot the Blues 36-28, and Jordan Bennington came up big in the third period especially. The Blues did win the faceoff battle, 58% to 42%. Both teams had three power play opportunities. Neither team could capitalize on those. The Wild out hit the Blues 18 to 13. The Wild out blocked the Blues 14 to 11. And the Blues had 10 giveaways to the Wilds three. Let's head to those post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Alex Petrangelo, Jordan Bennington, and of course, Coach Craig Berube on this win. We, we run the play, especially um, ones that we know we have a chance. And he's, he was winning the draws pretty clean, so it's an easy, not easy play for him. But when the puck's coming at him flat, he knows he can walk that. You know, see him. And We've tried that a few times. We actually try it more often than probably people realize. It's nice to finally work. It almost looked like you had too much time there, but too much time. Get get Suter off his skates. Keep, we passed it so darn hard. I had no choice. <laughs> so kind of kind of helped me. Just patience pay off though. It's like you just you just kind of held it for a while, and they, the goalie and I think it was uh, one of the well, defensemen. He, he dropped pretty early. I think he thought I was going to shoot it. So I mean. Um, it's a good pass. I mean, when you pass it hard like that, it makes it easy for me because I can make the play that I want quickly. Alex, you talked about just finding ways to win. I mean, wasn't always the cleanest out there for you guys. Yeah. At I mean, the end of the day, two points. Yeah, team coming off a of back-to-back. I think we had moments where we controlled the game, but I think we can be a little more aggressive when we have teams that get in late in play, and um, we know what it's like playing those back-to-backs. It's not easy. So, um, again, I've said it to you guys before, same in Detroit. There's a couple games in a row. You know, we just found a way to win, but – I think it's you know time for us to kind of start stringing things together here. A lot of the talk has been how do the forwards pick up the slack for Vladdy, but uh, the defense, there's no law that says you guys can't score. Yeah, I mean, we had a, I think we scored a lot last year too. I think we, um, you know, we led the league in goals from the back end, and it's not just me or anybody else. I mean, we contribute, and we know we're going to have to do that, especially you know you, you lose a guy who's going to put 30, 40 goals up here. You're going to have to find a way to contribute. Um, it's going to take everybody. I mean, it's obviously an important player. It's not just going to get fixed overnight. So we're, we're going to have to find you know guys that continue to step up. Is it, would that be the case, Alex? Is it getting to the new normal pretty easy, though? Because you guys have dealt with not having players for, for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's reality of sports. You know, it doesn't matter what sport is. Unfortunately, people get injured, stuff happens. So um, this is why you have depth. This is why you want to have depth. And this is a good opportunity for us to use it. Are these the kind of games, though, you're going to have to win, though, when they're low scoring like this instead of those back and forth? Like yeah, I mean, sure, we'd love to, you know, win 10 nothing. I'm sure everybody would every game. But sometimes uh, bounces aren't going your way. Sometimes, you know, things, you know, don't necessarily go your way in the offensive zone. You just got to find a way to score and hold that lead. I think uh, the wingers did a great job on getting pucks out. They had a lot of pressure from uh, the deep pinching. And, um, you know, we stuck to our systems. And, um, you know, I think it... Uh, it paid off, and you know we, we know that they played last night, and um, we had to come hard at them because they were maybe a little tired, and uh, we just built off that the whole game and, and stayed strong till the end. They were throwing a lot of bodies at you. It seemed like you're getting into the crease. You feel like your rebound control was good tonight. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I don't think it's any different. Just try to do my job and 
um, you know, try to make it easy on the team. And, and I think you know our, the defense did a great job tonight. PK was solid and a couple great plays uh, on two on ones uh, defensively. So uh, it, was, uh, it was a good night tonight. Without <coughs> Vladdy, are you guys going to have to win some of these like two to one games, or one to nothing, whatever? Uh, yeah, you know. Some, we got to step up and we got to be there for each other. And, uh, you know, he's a big loss. He's a great leader for us. And um, at the same time, we got to keep moving forward and, and hope, hope for the best for him. And, um, you know, he'll be around us to, you know, help guide us. And, yeah, I think we did a great job tonight stepping up and, and scoring some goals. Were, just, you, were you happy with the Detroit game? You're playing Detroit. It's a win, JT. I don't really care. It's a win. Um, with them coming off back-to-backs, I mean, sometimes you can take those games for granted, but uh, did you guys figure out pretty quickly that they were coming hard at you guys tonight? Yeah, a lot of times uh, I think they have good starts, you know, because they're kind of in rhythm from the, the night before, and um, sometimes it takes the other team a little bit of time to get going, but I think we were pretty solid, and um, we weathered whatever they threw at us and uh, just keep battling. It was good. You mentioned playing within the system. With the group of players you have, even minus Vladdy, there's enough good players here that if you do play the system, you're going to be pretty good, right? Yeah, for sure. I think we got a good, good group of guys here, and um, we play hard for each other, and we, we understand our roles, and uh, we want to be successful. So I think to do that, we just got to play hard for each other and uh, be predictable. They had a lot of energy, and I thought they worked extremely hard, and they're a good team. Um, you know, they. Uh, they got good players, and I thought they competed at a high level, and, you know, we had to play. Do you think you're going to maybe have to win more these two-one games? Well, you got to win two-one games with Laddie. you got to win two-one games. Uh, well, I mean, we won a lot of low-scoring games last year, too, with Laddie. I mean, there's nights that... Uh, you know, you're going to have to win games like that, and I thought our guys did a good job. They dug in and found a way to win a game. It looked like you, you went back to, to uh, like our more familiar deep pairings. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we switched it up there and lefty righty. Just moved the puck a little bit quicker and better. And there's going to be adjustments all the time in games. So it seems like it's sort of Petro. They've all even with Falk. They've all played with it. I don't think it is. I don't think that, you know, they're not bothered by it. So, um, you know, that's all that matters if it, you know, they, they're not bothered by it and they're, um, they're comfortable with it. But, you know, it's, it's like I said, um, you're going to have different pairs at different times and during games, switchings, just like lines. Yeah, I thought that line was good. I, th- you know, he scored a goal, but uh, you know they had a lot. They had a lot of puck looks in the offensive zone, and uh, you know I thought he had a pretty strong game overall. You know, there's always things you got to get better at, and just like our team, we got to keep getting better. I mean, every game's going to be a hard game. You know, we can't. We're not. We can't expect easy games. It's not going to happen. I think yeah, I think it's been really good. I personally, I've I've liked it all year. But to be honest with you, he's done a good job of getting guys into position, moving a puck quick, attacking. Uh, you know, we had eight shots and three power plays tonight, so I mean that's a good number. Um, you know, we just we didn't uh, probably you know shoot it as well as we should have at times uh, uh, tonight, but. Uh, you know, we, with the mindsets there to attack and um, a lot of good movement overall. Craig, 12 shot attempts for a big part. Is this, is this confidence level 
Um, well, he's, he's a shooter. Like, I mean, he's an all-around player, but he likes to shoot, and he's got a great shot, and we encourage him to shoot as much as he can. I mean, um, you know, he, he has the ability to beat a goalie one-on-one with a shot. We, we've talked about how some of the forwards have to step up to, to pick up the scoring slack, but uh, uh, your defense, too, like I said, Petro showed that it can come from the Yeah, well, our D scored a lot last year. I, I don't, you know, I think... You know, again, this year they're probably going to be involved um, in, in a lot of uh, offensive situations. Um, we encourage our D to get up and um, to be involved in uh, the offense. So there's some uh, pretty good defensemen back there that could score. He's played well. I mean, he's, he's doing what he does. You know, I mean, I don't see much of a change in his game from last year. He's... You know, he's always involved, um, both ends of the ice. He's one of the best defenders in the National Hockey League. And, um, you know, he got a great shot. He creates offense, you know, just plays, plays um, he's got good instincts for the game. Pretty easy for players, and I don't, you don't want to talk about playing forever, but just to move forward and to, to adjust to a new normal. Players get changed all the time. What do you mean change? Like Players, they're, they're always transactions. This isn't a transaction, but you're just, now you're going to have five months with, without him. It's, a, it's kind of a different looking roster now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is, but it is what it is, so you just go and play. I mean, I, I don't know. I, there's nothing I can tell the guys or, you know, there's nothing to be said. I mean, it is what it is. He's, he's out for quite some time, and we're going to have to uh, – Move on and play good hockey and win hockey games without him. Um, like I've, it's not one guy that's going to step in and, and take over Tarasenko's spot. It's not going to work that way. It's a team effort, and um, you know we're a team, and we, we know we're gonna we're gonna move on without him and do the best we can. What do you think your first um, I didn't think we were sluggish, actually. I thought we had a pretty good jump, but uh, our execution with the puck wasn't very good in the first period. We um, we didn't, you know, make tape-to-tape passes and um, just didn't move the puck quick enough, probably, overall, in the first. But my, I thought we had good energy and good jumps in the first. But, you know, when the puck came working for you properly and, you know, it looked sloppy at times, you know, so. Did you know that uh, O'Reilly goal was offside? Uh, yeah, well, our video guy radioed down that lineup quick. Another close game for the Blues, but they eked it out. They kept doing what they needed to do. They kept doing what they do best. They got the lead in the second period. Minnesota come back and tied it, but the Blues continued to pressure Devin Dubnik, and they got that second goal past him. While at the same time in that third period, when I thought the Blues were a little bit on their heels, Jordan Bennington came up big in the third period. If not for Jordan Bennington in spots of that third period, the Blues possibly could have lost this game 3-2. The Blues have back-to-backs coming up. They'll be playing the Blue Jackets on Friday. And then on Saturday, they'll be playing the Minnesota Wild at home in Minnesota. I'm sure the Wild would be happy to be home. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. 
You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.